I, I actually read an article the other day that if you commute two hours a day in a vehicle that could now be, for example, an autonomous vehicle, you can complete your PhD in the span of four years just from your car. That's insane. If you just take that time. Mm. So I was, I was, I was, I'm so happy you pushed it into this direction because almost for every single bad scenario we've just explained, it also opens the opportunity mm -hmm. for many good things. Even the blue collar workers may be losing their jobs, maybe sweeping the street, for example. That's definitely going to be roboticized mm. at some point, right? It takes them and forces people to become innovative. It forces them to become creative. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals. What is up boys and girls? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips podcast. This is episode number 61. I'm your host, Mono. Joined by Leon as usual. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I think you usually say ladies and gentlemen and I say boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. How's it, everyone? Grab a coffee, get comfortable. If you are driving, keep your eyes peeled on the road. This is going to be another good one. This, I think, is super overdue. And I don't know how many times I've said that something is overdue, but this is one of those topics that I think we've been debating for 10 years and yeah, we still <laughs> haven't covered this. We still yeah. haven't covered this topic. So, so I don't know about you, but I mean, obviously you don't have kids yet, but my kids are glued to the screen these days. I don't know if it's something that came mm -hmm. as an effect out of COVID and we as parents just don't have the energy to kind of keep them occupied ourselves and we end up just shoving a device in their face and then at least you've got <laughs> rest and peace for yourself yeah. for like an hour or so. Yeah. Um, so again, as I've said before, we do try and limit on screen time, but I've kind of seen my hand slip a little bit on that these days. It's just yeah. so easy putting them in front of a device, dude, and I mean, the other day I looked at my phone because obviously my kids don't have their own phones yet. Mm -hmm. They're using me and my wife's and there's all these apps loaded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> as far as I know, you know, you need a password or face ID or something in order to get those apps installed. I don't know how they got on there. I think the wife approved the purchases and whatever. <laughs> and they're just playing on these phones the whole day. And I actually remember last weekend you and I had a bit of a... Um, relaxing uh party at my <laughs> relaxing, house yeah, uh, yeah. maybe not as relaxing mm -hmm. as, po uh, as as we'd yeah. like and do you remember we spoke about that tequila that Dwayne the Rock Johnson brought out the Terry Mana tequila and now I'm <laughs> yeah, saying yeah. it again dude uh -huh. I can't tell you how many advertisements I have had to face in the last week on my phone from just uttering those words because of that conversation hey? it's crazy man i've noticed this so many times and you know even with saying that your kids are constantly on devices i've seen this even though i don't have kids i've noticed it in so many parents you know how they deal with their kids and all that and i think a lot of people are judgmental when it comes to that you know especially the older generation they they're always well. like oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's a thing right but the older generation don't you find probably with your grandparents they constantly lecture you about keeping your kids yeah. away from the devices they need to get outside they need to play so I, I know a lot of people are quick to jump on that bandwagon and 
At the same time, I understand though, because you do need to give your kids mm. something to entertain themselves with else. They're going to drive you insane. And that's just the day and age that we live in. But even talking yeah. about the stuff that, you know, those conversations, man, I've had so many conversations <laughs> where I've seen those advertisements popping up everywhere for random stuff, stuff that you haven't typed into a search, stuff that you haven't no, actually you exactly. know, visited a website a for thing. or anything. Yeah, it's weird how technology works like, nowadays, just right? listen to the word Terramana. I, I've never said and uttered that word anywhere. I saw a video on TikTok or something of yeah. Dwayne promoting his new branded tequila. And I thought, yeah, that kind of makes sense. He's a Hawaiian dude or whatever. But I've never mm -hmm. spoken to anyone about it until that night at, at the party. And now suddenly it's appearing everywhere. So it's not like I Googled it. It's not like I did any research on this tequila that he's m mm -hmm. making or co collaborating with. I uttered the words. My phone was on lock during this conversation at the party. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure yours was queuing the music for us at the time. And now suddenly I'm, I'm just inundated uh, with, with Terramana tequila adverts. And it's funny because I can't buy it locally where I'm at. <laughs> but it kind of leads us into today's topic, eh, Mario? Yeah, yeah, it does. I think <laughs> we, we've been so excited to cover this topic for such a long time, as you mentioned in the beginning. And we kept it on park mm. just because... I don't know. I, I felt big. that there were other. It's yeah, it's so a big, big. It's a big topic. We didn't even know where to start with this. Mm, and I don't. today we just said, you know what? We love technology, and let's let's give you guys something else. So today we're going to talk all about AI, artificial intelligence, what that means, mm -hmm. because there's this whole misconception that people have around it, a big fear. Most people are yeah. so extremely scared of what that would bring to our futures. Is that going to yeah. put us out of jobs? Is that going to impact our lives? And how is it going to impact our lives? Is it good? Is it is bad? any existential risk? Yeah. What does it even mean? What does artificial intelligence even mean? And so today's topic is all about that, right? At a very high level, yeah, let's just put we, that disclaimer out there. We explicitly decided that... If you do find this kind of information helpful or you really enjoy this topic, I think m between Marty and I, we've got 20 years worth of research on the topic <laughs> of artificial intelligence and machine learning. So we can go very deep. But for the, I think for the, for the mission of this episode, we're going to keep it high level for those of you that have listened into our show and know that we want to keep it quite layman. Uh, we're going to stick mm. to that. And maybe even the guys that are big AI junkies like ourselves might find this interesting just to kind of make it super simple once again and understand what it's about and what those risks are and what we don't need to worry about and things like that. Yeah, and it's not all bad, right? Because in mm. so many cases, and as we will uncover within this episode, is that sure, there are bad things that one needs to take into consideration, ways for you to not get obsessed over the bad that that could hold for us and our future and our mm, daily lives, mm. not just the future, even right now, there's so much AI in incorporated into technology at this stage already has been for quite some time. Yes, it's, already, it's just yeah. the level of sophistication that's being developed yeah. and ever growing, right? And they're easing it into our lives slowly but surely without us really no noticing it's already been here for several years. Yeah, absolutely. So by the end of this episode, you'll understand, or at least at a very basic foundational level, what the word artificial intelligence means, 
how mm. that would impact your life. What is the good? What is the bad of it? Where can you find it? And where can you explore with what exactly that means and how it simplifies your life or how it affects your life? The good, mm. the bad, and the ugly. As simple mm. as that. Mm. We will also deep dive into some good examples, Lian. Um, you know, things, yeah. companies that have already been founded that have been incorporating artificial intelligence into their technologies, into their solutions for quite some time. And mm -hmm. the different verticals where one can expect that and why they're implementing it and how they're busy developing that as well. So some great stories I think yeah. will come out of this discussion, Leanne. I'm extremely excited to dive yeah. into this with you of Me all too. people because you have a lot, a lot of <laughs> knowledge about this topic, especially. So I'm going to learn quite a bit here today from you as well. Where do you want to start mm. with this, Leanne? I think, yeah, let's just start with what it is, right? Um, so... To, to understand artificial intelligence, you need to understand a concept called machine learning. And that might be lesser known to some of the guys out there, unless you like us in information technology, you know what machine learning is all about. But um, I'm going to explain the concept of AI the way I explained it to my grandmother, all right, that yeah. needed to understand. And she's the wisest person I know in the world, but she doesn't click when it comes to technology. Machine learning is the concept of taking a specific set of data. Let's say it's faces, all right? Mm -hmm. And you ingest as many pictures of faces into a database. And you tell the machine this is a face. And the more it sees a face, the more accurately it can then see faces and identify faces. As soon as you, let's say, for example, and we're talking about sample sets here in the millions, all right? So mm -hmm. we're not talking about 10 faces or 100 faces or 1,000 faces. We're talking about millions. And the more it is, the more accurate the machine learning becomes. If you, for example, have a picture shown to the machine of a million faces and then suddenly you put in an apple, it will be able to then learn and say that this is no longer a face. This is something else. It won't know what it is, but it will say that this is not a face. Mm -hmm. Now, once you've got that, you've got accurate, accurate um, ability to identify a specific set of something. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be faces. Artificial intelligence then plugs on top of that. So, for example, where we spoke about the Terramana tequila, yeah. The machine learning knows exactly what are the data points in my life that I enjoy. Where do I click? Where do I go most often? What do I do regularly? What did we discuss on that day? We discussed Terramana. It knows that I, for example, buy beer at a specific place. It knows that um, I attend festivals where alcohol is being consumed just as an example right now the artificial mm -hmm. intelligence is the part that then comes and puts all those data points together and say listen he just spoke about Terramana. his profile suits the type of person that's interested in alcoholic beverages because of thousands of data inputs we're going to pitch him Terramana, and he will be a very very accurate person to pitch this product to because he's interested in alcoholic beverages mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's how artificial work intelligence works. It's on thousands and no, I keep saying thousands. We're talking about billions of data sets yeah. surrounding you, where you click, what you do, where you visit, how frequently you touch your phone, how hard you touch your touchscreen. All of those yeah. are data points that make up you as an avatar, as a person and your behavior, your 
personality, the types of interests that you have, um, etc. And then it has the ability to take that data and make decisions for you. And in this example, again, this is just a basic example, be able to understand that I spoke about an alcoholic beverage and mm -hmm. based on my profile, it is a good idea to pitch me this alcoholic beverage because I'm more likely to pick up on that marketing than yeah. say someone that is interested in sheep and someone completely different from my profile. Yeah. Does that make and, sense? And yeah, yeah. So isn't, hard but, but to isn't explain that it quickly. So interesting though, right? Because what you're saying is that it's it's not a technology in and of itself. It's essentially it's an algorithm, right? It's an algorithm yes. that has the ability to tell the machine to learn by itself without somebody needing to it's a sit set of instructions. But that's it, right? And how amazing is the fact that when you you mentioned the term machine learning and that that falls sort of under this umbrella called artificial intelligence or AI. Yes, it's a and subset. You're effectively training a machine to train itself. You're giving it the ability mm. to learn by itself, to grow by itself, right? And based on the information that you put into that system, it will then mm. learn from that information. And I think that is so amazing because what you're also saying is that we're seeing this in marketing and it's simplifying yes. the marketing field because... All of a sudden, in the past, when businesses needed to gather a ton of information, maybe by surveys, someone actually stepping door to door, having people fill out surveys to tell them what they want. We now are living in this interconnected world where people yeah. are inputting that information freely on the internet, right? They're, they're doing so by signing up to Facebook or social media platforms such yeah. as, I don't know, Twitter and Instagram. And by not just signing up, but posting and reacting to those posts, we're gathering a ton of information. And as you call the data points that can mm. then be fed into the system, you know, this artificial intelligence system that can basically say, this is the information that I've gotten. What can I make of that? And which data points am I interested in mm. in order for us to publish this marketing campaign? It's so, so interesting, Leanne. And I think I think the most important point for us to discuss here, Leanne, now that we understand the basic concept of what artificial intelligence entails and what that mm. looks like at the moment, right, is what's the good and what's the bad out of that? I think there's mm, so much mm. good that can come out of this, but let's focus on the bad for a second. I want to wrap this show up on a, <laughs> on a very good note, right? Yeah, so, sure. uh, let's go what, bad. <laughs> exactly. So what we need to do is let's start off with the bad stuff, right? There's so much mm -hmm. bad that comes from this because we feel like our privacy is invaded because people are yeah. using Step data, one. even though it's to, you know, with our consent, nobody reads mm. the T's and C's. We don't fully mm. understand it. If we had to go and read the terms and conditions for each and everything that we sign up, we'll drive ourselves insane. So mm. we trust well, in those vendors. you'll just remain excluded because if you yeah. don't agree to the T's and C's, you don't get to use the tool. Absolutely. So so we, we trust in those vendors. We trust in those companies to use and utilize the, the information that we supply them with in a good way. Mm. Some of the examples that I can think of that falls under bad, right, mm -hmm. is obviously when you take into consideration that we don't think about everything that we do on social media. We mm -hmm. never mind the fact that I don't know how, and I'm, it's purely speculative, but how they hear what we say in conversations without us actually typing something into a search. It's not anything, speculative. Right? It's in the T's and C's that it will okay. use a microphone. <laughs> so invasion of privacy, I think, is an absolute yeah. big number one under the bad things, right? Yes, that's 100% true. And I think if we, if we for a moment just take our minds elsewhere, right? We're now talking about social media a lot. We're talking about marketing a lot. But this 
flows into industrial revolution as well, right? So we're talking mm-hmm. about big pharma, we're talking about factories, we're talking about construction, we're talking about manufacturing. Very soon, and not uh, actually, I feel like I should say already, yeah. many hands have been replaced by robots. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think a robot is, and, and correctly so, a robot is something with a singular function, right? It does one thing at a much better rate of accuracy and speed than a human being can. That in and of itself is already a form of artificial intelligence. Now, if you can retrain the same robot to not only do that one specific task, but maybe react to something that changes in the task or react to something that changes in the temperature or something that changes Mm. in the environment, now it becomes an artificially intelligent robot. Mm. And if you stretch that even further, we can assume, and in fact, it's already been written about billions of times in the media that many mundane repeatable tasks will be replaced by artificially intelligent robots of some sort in the very near future. For example, postal delivery systems. There's a lot of manual, mindless, with absolutely no, no intention of disrespect to anyone working in the postal infrastructure and so on. But it's, it's a task that can be automated by said robotics. Mm-hmm. If we think about, I looked at an application the other day that can take a picture of your face and then identify if you've got any benign spots on your face that should be checked out by an oncologist maybe for skin cancer. Mm-hmm. How do you think oncologists feel about this? Yeah. And it's not saying that it's positively showing you that, but it definitely puts their jobs under threat or at least the person that is doing the facial examination before maybe handing you over to an oncologist. It's putting that person's job and livelihood at risk. So there's a massive, massive concern with regards to people losing jobs because of machines taking it over. So yes, I think there's a lot of people out there with valid concerns on how this is going to affect the way that we work and, and in the workplace at the moment, especially for guys with, let's say, repeatable simulatable if that's a word work it's so true and i think so many people are concerned about that i think as as much as that falls right in the middle between good and bad is you know for Mm. the job creation in the sense of now that there's more technology for technologists of course we need to be able to support that we're talking about the robot arms and everything replacing Mm -hmm. manual factory workers and everything right those need to be maintained so you are creating jobs in a sense but at the same time the impact that that has on on medical experts and all of that Mm. i think at least the first line of those medical experts the approach of that before you actually step into the actual exam room the first diagnosis Mm. and all of that of course that does have an impact i think a a little thing that that reminded me of as well that could turn into a very big thing is I read this story on, I think it was entrepreneur.com, a blog or something, where mm. this guy literally says that owning a Tesla almost killed him. And he goes <laughs> on to explain that in t- he goes on to explain his his rationality around this, right? And basically what it came down to is the fact that he'd been driving a manual car, non-automated, all that, for pretty much his entire life. Then he owned yeah. a Tesla, got so used to this the car driving by itself 
right? Because that's a, that's where AI is used in as well, right? Is self-driving, Correct. autonomous cars, <laughs> autonomous vehicles, all of those amazing, things, right? Yeah. And how crazy is it that once he got used to that autonomous, autonomous vehicle, vehicle yeah. stepping back into a normal daily driver, driving a stick, <laughs> you know, you lose sight and you lose muscle memory on the little uh, teeny tiny true. reflexes. Yeah, and the thing that he yeah. noticed was that you start losing muscle memory of even the most basic tasks, like looking right and left, stopping at right in time. Those split second decisions almost mm, caused mm. him his life. And I think that is probably, that falls under the bad category is that yes, automation is key. When we're talking about AI and artificial intelligence and how that's gonna improve our lives, we're talking about autonomy. We're talking about automating things that typically mm. would have to have been handled manually. And you start losing muscle memory of these basic tasks. On the flip end of the coin, though, if we move over to the good stuff, I feel that as much as that could be bad, doesn't it free up your time, free up your mind for you to actually learn new things? I was just going to say. Because if you're not sitting there actually driving the car, you you can actually read an article. You could actually listen to a book and actually pay attention to it and stuff. You don't need to do those. I actually read an article the other day that, if you commute two hours a day in a vehicle that could now be, for example, an autonomous vehicle, you can complete your PhD in the span of four years just from your car. That's insane. If you just take that time. Mm. So I was, I was, I was, I'm so happy you pushed it into this direction because almost for every single bad scenario we've just explained, it also opens the opportunity mm-hmm. for many good things. Even the blue-collar workers may be losing their jobs, maybe sweeping the street, for example. That's definitely going to be roboticized Mm -hmm. at some point, right? It takes them and forces people to become innovative. It forces them to become creative, to start using their brain capacity for something other than... um, Again, this borders on the line of maybe talking down to a specific demographic, and that's not what this is about. But I'm pretty sure no one ever got born and said, I'm going to be a street sweeper, Mm -hmm. right? That's what I want to be for the rest of my life. He does that to make a living. He probably has a very good head on his shoulders and he's capable of so much more. Now, if that option doesn't exist anymore, you will adapt, you will survive. Mm -hmm. We've spoken about this. And you will do something better with your life than sweeping floors. And again, I don't mean any disrespect by that. I'm just saying no one wants to do that job. You're not born to do that job, but you might find something if that option is not there anymore. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think there's so much of this already happening in our lives that we don't even realize is impacting us in a good way, right? If we look at, sure, we talked a lot about Facebook and we Mm. always bash on like social media platforms, but there's so much good, right? If we look at their algorithms and how they suggest friends to you, did that not put us in contact with long lost Mm. friends that we haven't seen or contacted in years or even knew that they existed still or where they are in the world? old family members and all that when we're talking about algorithms on youtube right sure youtube is a great platform it's it could be a time waster but if you start looking at things that interest you that's the algorithm starts generating more and more content suggesting more and more content for you to watch that's going to interest you you is it keeping you there longer yes but if if you train the algorithm to such an extent that it actually shows you what you are interested in that's not time-wasting topics, then that would actually happen for you. We talk about Cinematch, the Mm. algorithm invented by by the guys from Netflix. Amazing. When I read that book, Mm. the way that they came about this and this algorithm really changed 
and, and transformed the company into what it is today. Because in the old days, you had to try yep. and figure out what is it that I feel in the mood for, right? Is it, do I want to watch a comedy? What type of comedy? Maybe it's not stand-up comedy. Maybe it's just a comedy show. And so the Cinematch algorithm to me is just amazing doesn't that save you time when you head onto netflix and instantly it basically tells and the you the first no screen sh- has everything on that you want to watch exactly from so, the millions of things and that it there frees is. up your yeah. time it frees up your mind for you to not sit there sure you're going to sit there and watch a show aimlessly it could be documentaries mm. right it could actually be informative but at the same time you don't have to spend four hours of your life every week trying to figure out what it is that I want to watch. There's so, so, so many good benefits exactly. to this as well. No, there's a lot of good applications. So yeah, I think that's that's yeah. pretty much the, the best part of artificial intelligence, Leon, is that it actually frees up your time, frees mm. up your resources for you to be more creative, as you mentioned, for you to spend your time better on other tasks. And we see it in so many other companies. Leon, mm. I think... If we continue on this train, we're definitely not going to make our time. <laughs> I was going to say, we need to watch the clock, man. This is just becoming, there's so much I want to say. <laughs> me too, me too, man. I have there's to there's bite so much I still wanted to cover, but we'll probably do a follow-up episode. If you guys enjoyed this one, let us know and then we can do a follow-up. Yeah, right, ladies and will. gentlemen, that takes us over to the best part of the show, which is the oh. real life Dips on AI. Well done. That's cool. I can't wait for us to post-produce that. I think that's going to be really awesome. Well done on mixing it up. I just realized as we headed into this, what tip do we give, Leon? Because <laughs> it's artificial intelligence. I mean, it's something we really just wanted to shed some light. Is there anything that you'd like to share? Yeah, I think I do. Maybe also more just on an informative basis. But um, if you do find yourself getting too much, let's say, spam, all right, it could be a good idea to just kind of go to all the applications that you use frequently, for example, Facebook and Twitter, TikTok, etc. And look at the privacy settings, see if there's anything that you can toggle down, you know, and switch off. I'm not saying that it's going to be super effective. I personally lean in towards AI. So I prefer having all of that, um, let's say, targeted marketing in my face because it brings Mm -hmm. me stuff that I want and not stuff that I don't need mostly. Mostly it's very accurate as well. But that could be a tip is if you do find everything to just be a little bit too obtrusive, just go maybe stay on an island with, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But um, there there is no switching AI off. It's here to stay. It's definitely going to be honed into a level of precision. I think that's already quite frightening. But there are always options. So if you use specific applications regularly, just go look at the privacy settings. Make sure that you are okay with the level of privacy infringement that the application may cause. Uh, That's really the only tip I can give. Other than that, like I said, AI will be the future. It is 100% one of the best, biggest topics in the technology industry. Uh, Maybe you can even call it like a technology revolution that we're busy undergoing. And the best thing for you to do is to embrace it, find how it enhances your life and focus on that and see and make plans already now on how you can maybe use it in future to better your outcome. Like online learning, you know, gone are the days where you have to go sit in a brick and mortar class. You can now do a Boston University 
PhD from your comfort in South Africa. This is all technology advancement and AI. So see it as such. And that would pretty much be my only tip. I love that. That's really cool because it is here to stay. Let's face it, right? As much as we don't really like where this future is headed, maybe because of the rumors that we've heard, maybe because of the bad stories we've heard, maybe because of just the paranoia that got spiked throughout this whole Mm. explosion of people talking about artificial intelligence, understanding that it is here to stay, embracing it. And there's so much good to this, Leon, as we mentioned, the bad things are controllable. That's the one thing. The bad things are controllable, right? So absolutely love that. Especially the fact that you pointed out, you know, how to avoid spam and spam situations, right? And I think I want to layer mine on top of that as well, Mm. maybe with two tips. Number one is that artificial intelligence, as much as it can be trained, it can be untrained again, right? So by following and clicking on the right Mm. things, it's going to send you into that whirlpool of that type of information that you're looking for. So something that I don't do is if I scroll, yeah. I'm a non-conformist, so I absolutely hate these algorithms of target marketing. So if somebody shows me an ad or something that I like, <laughs> I will go out of my way to not click on that ad, even if I'm interested and go somewhere else and go and type it in manually so that they can't connect those two points, right? So that's <laughs> so I guess that's you're my tip, psycho. right? Is if you do want to avoid being targeted, if, if privacy is a big concern for you, as I mentioned, I think that is the biggest concern for most of us, especially when we're talking about target marketing and retargeting of these algorithms. If that is a big concern for you, take into consideration that you can scroll past those things and you can just go mm. to another site or to that site you and actually type it in manually without an, clicking on it. Yeah, You yourself are an impetus to the AI algorithm. So yes, whatever you put in, you're going to get out. Yes. Absolutely. So that's my one tip. My, my second tip is take into consideration that AI is here to stay. If you know somebody that wants to learn more about AI or they're not sure what they want to study, but they want to study something into techno- like in the technology industry, AI and anything related to AI is going to become a big thing. Right? So that would secure mm. your future, in my opinion. So that would be my tip as well, is if you're thinking about starting a business, if you're thinking about studying something, taking up something that's going to be interesting and that's going to be relevant in the next 10 to 20 to 40, maybe 100 years, taking up AI, starting with the basics, learning, you know, how can you start if obviously that's we're talking coding and those type of things, right? Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I think we went a little bit over time. We got overexcited, Leon. But Jeez, that, that was good, man. I still, I'm still, i sitting here thinking we have to wrap this up, but I still yeah. have so much to say. So again, I would urge anyone in the comment fields, let us know if you want to know more about this topic because we can definitely go down avenues. We haven't touched on biases in AI. We haven't touched on existential risk. I know that the experts out there will say there's many different things we haven't touched on. So let us know. If you want to do more, we can definitely talk about this again i'd love that leon and with that being said that's a wrap for us for this week go into this week experience life get off of technology but if you're on technology remember that there are good things as well as some of the bad things most of the bad things that you keep thinking about just know that there are some good things about this technology and the way that it operates it's it's like anything in life with great technology becomes great (laughs) responsibility exactly with that being said ladies and gentlemen we look forward to seeing you guys on the very next episode next week until then keep safe keep warm if you're in south africa (laughs) (laughs) and this is me signing off mono this is leon i'm gonna keep it short we'll see you on the next episode cheers
What's up guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us and who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.